This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while at the website, feel free to head over to the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. That will ensure that you always keep up to date with our latest episodes. You know, if 2020 has taught us anything, it is to be adaptable to the changing circumstances and to expect the unexpected. With the close of this unprecedented year, I want to make sure that our listeners are 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 keeping up and uh, up to date with some of the year-end financial planning considerations that should be going on any year, but especially a year like 2020. But before we go into that, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Peter. I've had a great, great weekend, spent a lot of time with family, and uh, just swamped, though, busy this week. <laughs> After yeah, taking you. a Taking a four-day weekend, that uh, that impacts what got done last week, I'll tell you that. How about you? Yeah, you know, it was good. It was a good Thanksgiving, a bit different than previous years, right? A lot of us celebrated with a smaller group of people around the table, but nonetheless, you know, it was Thanksgiving. It was good, good to have food and, you know, and a good four-day weekend to get some things done with the family, start putting the lights up and stuff. Yep, got all that done. Yeah, it yeah. Just, uh, it's crazy. And this year, we decided to do a little bit more than we usually do. So, yeah. <laughs> but it feels so good when you get it done and you step back at night and look at it. It's great. My whole, uh, we live in a cul-de-sac and everybody put up lights this year, which has never happened. So yeah, yeah, well, we got to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. The town that I live in, they're actually doing a light competition this year. So oh. those of us who have a bit of a competitive edge are putting a little more lights up than we normally do. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> so i bet you are it's like uh it's like the griswolds on christmas vacation right your house yes. is just yes my wife calls me clark when i'm putting the lights up <laughs> let's just sure. put it that way <laughs> you know what my wife called me clark too okay clark <laughs> there like, you go great. great i said honey do the drum roll <laughs> <laughs> joy to the world uh, I, hope, I hope people get that reference uh Oh, well, I don't think <laughs> you, there are too many people out there who haven't seen Christmas Vacation. Um, I know. But yeah, it's a funny movie. <laughs> uh, no, I've been uh, I've been good. This week's going to be busy, though. Um, and uh, you've got a lot going on this week, too, getting back in the swing of things, right? Sure, yeah. We're heading into the year end, uh, helping people uh, you know, make sure that they're all set to finish out the year and start 2021 strong. Hopefully 2021 is a bit better than, <laughs> than the past 12 months, but uh uh, yeah, we only can go up from where we've been in, in many ways. So, right. So what are we talking about on the show today? What's our topic du jour? 
So like I mentioned, I, w- I want to talk about the s- six-year-end financial planning considerations. And I think the first mm. one that I want to touch upon, Tony, is making sure that we review your, your investment risk, risk, right? Take a time here at the end of the year and ask yourself some questions. You know, Are you adequately prepared for another potential volatile year in the market? Can you weather another market meltdown? And if you answer no to both of those questions, maybe you should have some thinking to do. You know, it, it's... It's easy to to kind of brush aside the fact that if we look back to just March of this year, the market had really melted down 30 or 40%. And for the most part, it's rallied and come back. But I want to stress to people, the market rally that we've gone through, right, in the last few months is unprecedented. It's the fastest the market has ever come back from the losses that occurred at the earlier in the year. Usually, it takes two to three years for a market, uh, a market index to return from a 30 or 40% crash. So the question you have to ask yourself is, hey, do I really have two or three years to uh, recoup a 30% 30 or 40% loss if I plan to retire here in a couple years? And that's where you need to start, you know, assessing the risk that's in your portfolio. Sure. And and you have tools to do that, like the color of money. And I, I like your term. I know uh, you and Brandon probably have used this one. I think I've heard you guys use it, but if you're analyzing your investment risks, which is the first point you're making there, uh, you call that riskalyze. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So we have a couple <laughs> tools. You know, there's two tools. One, we we are able to sit down and talk to people, and we actually color code money in our office, Tony. So we take uh, people, we sit them down, and we look at their portfolio, and we sign colors: red, green. Or yellow. As you can imagine, folks that have a lot of risk in their portfolio have red money. And what we do is we try to teach them how to, you know, rebalance into other types of vehicles that are going to allow them to still get market returns, but not have to deal with the significant market downside. And then we also use some software called Riskalyze that helps us figure out exactly where you should be on what we call the risk spectrum. So the end of the year is a perfect time to sit down and reevaluate the risk that's going on your portfolio and put yourself in a position so you don't have to deal with significant market um, volatility as we go into the next year. And though, like I mentioned at the beginning, let's hope 2021 is better than 2020. Um, <laughs> it, that doesn't mean there isn't going to be market volatility. So so we want to make sure your portfolio and your savings for retirement is safe and is going to be there when you need it uh, in a few years down the road. All right. And so we're talking about six year-end financial planning considerations that you knew you typically need to do these things before the end of the year. The first is review your investment risks. You talked about how we can do that. Uh, what's the second? So the second one is is talking is dealing with capital gains, right, or capital losses, and and doing something called harvesting them, right. So let's take a step back first and talk about just quickly what a capital gain is. A little bit of a refresher, right. So capital gain is an increase increase in value of of an asset, whether it be a second home or whether it be stocks or mutual funds in a non qualified account. So let's say you bought that for for in simple terms, you bought it for a hundred dollars, you sold it for a hundred and ten dollars. Now you have a $10 capital gain. Conversely, if you bought something for $100 and you sold it for 90, you have a $10 capital loss. Those gains or those losses have to be reported on your tax return. The nice part about losses, though they sound bad, one of the nice benefits of them is that you can carry them over from year to year. 
So let's say you had a capital loss from a previous year that you've carried over. It may be a great time to look at some of your other investments and say, hey, I have a capital gain over here that I could offset with some of my capital losses from previous years. And the net result is that you don't owe any taxes on those gains. So really, I mean, a lot of what we're talking about here, these six points, have to do with uh, saving money on taxes and minimizing your tax burden then. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, part of it has to do with risk like the last bullet point, but this one is a perfect one. We're coming to the end of the year. Decisions have to be made by the end of the calendar year. We want to minimize your taxation. So like I said, if you have some capital gains, you have to pay taxes on capital gains. Uh, If we can offset them with some losses that may have occurred someplace else, then on paper, like I said, we can, those gains end up being tax-free and your tax burden goes down. Wow. And I know this is something that you help your clients with and can help our listeners with. If if listeners are like, wow, this is a lot to keep track of, or I don't completely understand, uh, they can come in and ask questions. And they can, uh, I know you're offering a no cost, no obligation consultation where they can sit down with you, take that color of money risk analysis. Uh, You can talk to them about their tax situation, look at where they're at and come up with a plan. And so uh, that's very helpful. That was number two. What's number three on the list? Yeah, the the third point is taking into account something that we call phantom gains. And it isn't something that's talked about a lot, but it's really important, especially for listeners that have mutual funds um, in in a brokerage account, for example. So what is a phantom gain? Think about this. When you own a mutual fund, it's something, it has a pass-through feature. That means anything that occurs in a, in a mutual fund passes through to the owner, to you. Well, think back, back to March. All of a sudden, the market goes down significantly. What do people do? Well, they panic. They call their brokerage firm. They say, I want to sell and move the cash. And when that happens, the mutual fund, which is made up of all sorts of different stocks, they have to sell different positions um, to be able to honor those uh, those redemptions or move movement to cash. Well, when that happens, oftentimes the fund manager has to sell some of the best positions and it results in a capital gain for the mutual fund. Well, guess what? Because that capital gain uh, is in a mutual fund, it passes through to you, the owner. So at the end of the year, all of a sudden, your account's down. You're not really happy about that, but you get a tax bill uh, for a capital gain for money that you actually never took out because, again, the mutual fund itself ended up having a gain. This is something that can completely derail your taxes because you plan your taxes and then all of a sudden you realize, oh no, I have a $5,000 capital gain that now bumps you into to a different tax bracket. So it's important to make sure that you have someone working with you that can uh, notice these types of gains on your statements that you may have never seen before and you can plan appropriately as you head towards the end of the year. Right. And that's key. I think that's a really good point. And again, uh, taxes come into play Uh, What's number four on this list? We're talking about six year-end financial planning considerations that people need to uh, keep in mind. Uh, What's the next? Yeah, so this is kind of a, a more of a bigger picture piece, Tony, but it has to do with the fact that taxes are very likely going to increase down the road. And this isn't a political statement about who won or, or lost the election, but when you look historically, right, our current tax rates 
are, are the lowest they, they've been for a long time, if not ever, at certain tax brackets. That is a really great opportunity for people that, let's say, have a large amount of money in a 401k um, or an IRA, that if they want to pull some money out more than maybe they need, they can do it as a low, at a lower tax rate and put it someplace let's say convert it over to a Roth where it can grow tax-free and it's also tax-free to take it out, they can put it over there and pay a very low rate of taxation as opposed to waiting to down the road um, when their accounts grow and then they have to take it out because of required minimum distributions and very likely have to pay a higher rate of taxation. You know, it's our firm's belief, Tony, that taxes are only going to go up from where they are. When you look at government debt and deficits, there's really only one way that the government can get revenue, and that's through taxation. And to be able to service those growing items, deficits and debts, it's very likely going to raise taxes. So as we head towards the end of the year, taking a look at are is there room to move some money out of those qualified accounts and put them someplace else in a very tax savvy way. And we have some pretty cool software that when you sit down with us, plug in your information and then we can start manipulating uh, the tax code legally to, to see how we can make some moves that are advantageous for, uh, for the people we're working with. Right. There you go. And that sounds very, very helpful. And I think we are looking at, you know, taxes going up. Uh, You know, everybody says that's going to happen. It looks like that's going to happen. It probably needs to happen at some point and unfortunately will. Uh, But you have to be prepared for it and look at uh, your current situation. And especially before the end of the year, uh, so you don't end up making mistakes. Uh, So taxes obviously play a big, big role in this. Things you need to be aware of before the end of the year. Uh, What's the next item you have for us? Yeah, so the next item, we've done a podcast about this before, Tony, but it's it's good to, to reiterate it, and it's a great point uh, as we head to the end of year. It's a great way to double-check things, and it's, that's to make sure that your estate plan is up to date, right? We don't, want, uh, we don't want any of our clients, any of the people that we work with, to go through probate, right? We want to avoid that process as much as we can. So that means making sure your estate documents, whether that be the trust that you've set up, uh, making sure that's funded, uh, making sure you have the wills, the power of attorneys, all those things set up so that if something does unfortunately happen to you in the next year, all the pieces are in place to make sure that your heirs are going to have a fairly smooth process um, to take care of your estate. Included in that is making sure that on all of your accounts, so your IRAs, your bank accounts um, that may not be in, the, in a trust, all have beneficiaries on them so that if you do pass, everything goes to who it's supposed to and isn't left to the state to figure out who it should, who it should uh, go to should you pass. So at the end of the year, it's a great point to just go back and revisit your estate plan. Well, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Legacy planning is something we've brought up on the show uh, before and talked about estate planning and legacy planning. And you don't want to leave your loved ones in a bad situation. And you may want to look at that before the end of the year uh, because, uh, you know, uh, are your uh, trusts funded? Is it up to date? Are the beneficiaries up to date? Uh, you should be checking those probably once a year at least, right? You're right, Tony. The, the end of the year is the perfect time to do that. Well, yeah, and this has been a great list so far. I mean, we're talking about the six year-end financial planning considerations that you have to look at, and you've covered a lot already. I think we're on to the final one, number six. What do you have for us? 
Yeah, so you know, this has been a year where a lot of people's jobs have been in flux, right? They they may have lost their job, they may have changed jobs. Um, the coronavirus may have, might have thrown a monkey wrench into things, and that may mean you have some four hundred one ks or some retirement counts <clears throat> at your previous employer, kind of just left over that you may want to roll over into something else. So so. I want to make sure people avoid making mistakes when they roll over those those 401ks. You know, for example, make sure you don't fall into the trap of rolling things over then you don't get the money to the IRS in 60 days or less. Because if that happens, if let's say you roll your account over, you don't put it into an IRA, uh, and then come the come tax time, you're going to owe uh, Uncle Sam the entire amount of money on that 401k rollover, right? Because there's a 60-day rule that the IRS allows you to to take to roll these funds over. If you don't have someone that's that's working with you on that, um, it could get very tricky. We've done another, we've done a podcast on this as well. But at the end of the year is a perfect time, especially this year where there's been a lot of flux with people's employment, to, to really sit down and make sure that any sort of rollover that you're going to do of, of a retirement plan from work, be it a 401k or 403b, into something else, you do so in a way that's not going to leave you hanging with a tax burden. Um, we have a, a guide to avoiding 401k rollover mistakes um, that is a great start, and then certainly we can continue to have a conversation. Yeah, I think that's very important. And so uh, just to reiterate for our listeners to kind of recap here before the end of the show, uh, you've been telling us, uh, Peter, about six year-end financial planning considerations. Uh, One was to review our investment risks. Two was, uh, if my notes are correct, uh, harvest those investment gains and losses. Take a look at those. Uh, Watch out for taxable phantom gains, which is a new one on me. I'd never heard that term. Uh, four, consider potential tax increases, you know, from required minimum distributions or Roths. And then uh, up, uh, you know, get your estate and legacy plans up to date. Uh, avoid probate. Make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. And now you're talking about avoid 401k rollover mistakes. Make sure that 401k is properly funded. You're getting the match. You don't want to make a rollover mistake. And you for sure on all six of these should work with a financial professional to make sure mistakes aren't being made and you're minimizing the tax burden and maximizing, you know, your, your money. That's what it's all about. So um, this has been a great show, but we're pretty much out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? I would just say if folks are interested in in having a conversation about any of the six items we talked about, or even on a larger scale, right, having a conversation about creating a plan for retirement, give us a call, uh, 866-360-2724, or visit us online at theivag.com. Uh, we can sit down, have a conversation. <clears throat> Though it's December 1st tomorrow, there's still time to take a look at all these items uh, and see how we can make sure that as we approach the end of the year, you're set up to enter 2021 in a good place. Uh, and then also make sure you have some sort of plan that's going to last more than just uh, the upcoming year that's going to last into your lead up to retirement as well as well as into retirement um, so that you have the, the money that you have is going to last and is going to work for you. So again, give us a call 866-360-2724. Visit us online at the IVAG.com. You can set up an appointment. We can do it in person or given what's going on in the in the current uh, situation, we also can do uh, either a phone call or a, a Zoom meeting, any one of those three to really get this conversation going about making sure you're prepared for the end of the year, but also uh, beyond that. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Peter. And that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laughlin. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.